Hello, hello, hello. hello. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> this is Pride the Podcast. I'm Brayden Bradley. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. I'm Ashley Mitchell. I'm Darrell Anthony. And we are the core four. <laughs> we're trying something new guys I don't know I don't know we're trying to get a stick I think it worked y'all I've been so pinned up in quarantine I don't even know what to do with myself I am just out here living for the microphone today I mean it's kind of like what is life now I don't know what day is it I don't know well, day 67 it's, it's, it's Wednesday it's day 67 but and it's Wednesday we're listening. we drop an episode every Wednesday mm-hmm. what y'all be doing in this quarantine Nothing. Still nothing. Still nothing. I finally heard back from unemployment, so that's nice. Oh, that's, oh, that's nice. nice. That's a very mm-hmm. lovely Give us an update for, for our listeners out there who might be struggling with the oh, same. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, no. Uh, Darrell managed to get through to like the media press core number, I don't know, that was on the website. And they were like, oh, yeah, you're not the first person to call us. You know, we've had several of these. Luckily, she took my information. I uh, was like, I'm going to send an email to the unemployment office. And she, I guess she did shit. Two days later, I had like a notice that was like, hey, so we have received your stuff. Here's this. You should start doing this. Like before, I wasn't able to claim my, my weekly benefits. And now I am. So, so great. when do you get your first check? Hopefully tomorrow. Oh, okay. Hopefully. But we'll Ooh, see. That reminds me. I had a claim. Anyway, you're still getting your unemployment. <laughs> I am. That's good. I and am. y'all both got your stimulus checks. I did not get my stimulus checks. I, I did. Why didn't you? Um, probably because I haven't filed my taxes yet. But oh, well, I mean, if it, it was like two out. years though, right? I didn't file That's what last Ashley's... year. Right, but I think if but it was I like... filed in 2017. Okay, well, two years ago was 2018. So right, but I'm no, like, but, but like it's only years. in tax years, so it's only been. I thought you needed. I haven't to done file like 2019, 2018. No, mm. it's they, 20, it's 2019, it's 2018 and 2017. If you needed to have filed, so I filed 2017 because it's, you filed this year for 2019. Um, oh well, then I don't know. I think that's that incorrect. That, so the producers are telling me it's actually 2018 and 2019. <laughs> oh, okay. So well, then that's why I haven't got my stimulus yeah. check. I guess. But the good news is, is that y'all are getting your unemployment. Yeah. 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 And I still have time to file. I just haven't done it yet, but. I'm and then going hope- to, and then oh, I guess yeah. I'll get it my was stimulus. extended. And then yeah. hopefully there's another round uh, because I do hear that there's another round of uh, pandemic assistance that's going to be coming to people. So hopefully mm-hmm. that does come. There was a three trillion dollar. Um, well, yeah, but then the Republicans blocked been. it mm-hmm. because the Democratic party they're like oh it's just the democratic wish list i'm like yeah it's a wish list we're trying to get this shit we're passed. trying to help ourselves what are you, you talking know, about life is a wish okay <laughs> i mean you know anyway. something that i think is very important to say like nobody because you know people are making this very political nobody wants to not go back to work no one wants to not be able to provide for their families and so when i hear people from the republican side stating like well democrats just want to like live off the government and this and that that's not true i know a lot of people who want to go back to work they want to be back at work and it doesn't matter what party line they come from so i think that that notion that democrats just wants to live off the government and republicans are the only people that work is very it's not true everyone is going crazy everyone Mm -hmm. this is mental health awareness month more specifically Mm -hmm. mental health awareness week Mm -hmm. right yeah so we all going crazy we need to get out of these walls ray and (laughs) we need to get back to work that's i don't get it like i 
at the beginning of this coronavirus, I'll be honest, I was like, yay, I'll have some time for me. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to, like, figure out my work-life balance. I can work on my candles. I can, like, knit my little needle and thread projects. Mm-hmm. I can do all this. Now, I will be honest, the past two weeks, I think I've been, like, getting a You're little... You're tired of it. ...in my head, a little bit depressed, and I'm even on medication, and... I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's going a little cry bit crazy. Cry it out. Mm-hmm. I had a full mental breakdown. I don't cry. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. When was it? Last Tuesday? Mm-hmm. No, it was last Thursday. Fuck it. I don't know. Last week. It was last week. Yeah, I had a full mental breakdown. Like, it started mm-hmm. at like 6 a.m. Because I was just, you know, up. Because I don't have any sense of time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, our so, schedules are completely oh fucked. Mm-hmm. So completely. I was just up and I was thinking. And I was thinking too much. And it was like, why did this have to happen to me again? Literally, like, I was unemployed and broke at the end of 2019. Found an amazing job. Was finally, like, on my feet. Financially stable. Ready to go. And then it was like... Nope. Sorry, bitch. Yeah. Start back over completely from scratch. Like no job, no like. There's the potential of like the, it might come back, but like we don't know. No. So that day that you had the breakdown, you were just thinking about all of this one right on top of the other, and, it and was then just too much. yeah, but including that, it was like my unemployment hadn't come in. I hadn't heard anything. I was missing my family, missing home, and yeah, Darrell came in. It was like what's wrong what's going on and i just crumbled and mm-hmm. yeah well, but it was a very cathartic experience and it yeah. felt great i felt great afterward i mean i had a headache but it was fine and like the next day i was able to like okay like it is a brand new day mm-hmm. um you know Darrell and darren was were there to like help me pick me up out of that thunk. Well, I think most importantly what Thank God. what I what I did is I came in and like I Adam and I have been friends for over 14 years and I came in and I literally the first words I said, "Can I talk to you?" And when he said yes, and I was like, "You need to get over it." And I think that what tends to happen is we need people to check in on us and everyone needs to check in because you are certain friends with someone or you've known someone for a certain amount of time, there's different ways you have to speak to them. Like, I would expect you guys to do the same to me. Like, draw, snap out of it. Because I think that sometimes you feel alone when you have mental things going on and you feel like, it's just me. It's all me. And that's not the case. I mean, there's millions of people going through it, but that's well, still... literally not over 30 million people. <clears throat> yeah. Right, but it doesn't it. negate the right. individual feeling. And right. something Adam said to me that stuck, it's like... I know that this is everyone else, but I'm talking about me. And that Mm -hmm. spoke out to me because it's like, yes, there are millions of people going through it, but each one of those millions of people handle things very differently. Some people were like, great, I'm glad to be off work. I got a surplus of money. I don't really need this. And I'm I'm tired of working. So this is a vacation for me. Some people are like, this was the start of my new life. And this Mm -hmm. was the start of something that was going to help me finally realize my purpose. And Mm -hmm. they can't handle it. So it's, it's very different. And I think that the blanket statement of it's everyone and it's not just you doesn't work. Right. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I'm, yeah, I've been seeing a lot on Twitter and just like in general, like celebrities or just like people who have like power or anything like that are like, we're all in this together. Nah, bitch, we're not. Okay, <laughs> let's cut it bone dry. Like, we're not in this together. You are living your best life. You don't have to worry. You're not, you're not stressed living paycheck to paycheck, worrying about if you're going to have dinner that week. Like, stop. Whereas I feel like myself, I don't want to speak on anybody else in the room. I, I they don't know my struggle. They don't, they don't know what I'm going through. So it's like they're not in it with me. 
I'm having to, I'm struggling with like bills, <clears throat> like food, mm-hmm. like X, Y, and Z, but like, we're not all in this together. That's just my opinion. That's fair. But don't you, to push on you a little bit, don't mm-hmm. you get some sort of comfort knowing that there are 30 plus million other people going through the same sure, thing? Sure. Yeah. Because but pre, when it's someone like my pandemic, like, mm-hmm. when other people were on unemployment, I feel like it's a little bit more siloed and a little bit more, um, those people that were unemployed before were more alone, I guess you could say. I guess. Yeah. Cause I mean, last year I was on unemployment and it was like, I guess in my mind, I was like, this is just happening to me. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt Mm -hmm. alone in that scenario or whatever. But, like, now it's, yeah, I do take comfort in knowing that, like, it's not just me. Like, it is a world, like, pandemic. People are dealing with But that shouldn't negate your feelings. Not at all. But what I'm saying is, is that I'm getting tired of people being like, we're in this together. We're not. We live two completely different lives, and we come from two different backgrounds, and, like, I think that's important. Like that. Background mm-hmm. and upbringing is very important because yeah. there are people who I feel like may have been, I, and I saw it on Twitter, and I think you and I talked about this. There are people who, oh, we're on unemployment, but it's okay. Our families and our, we have people to bail us out. And I think what Adam is saying is like coming from him and 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 his background. It's like if you're on unemployment, that's just you. Like it's just you. Yeah. Like any <clears throat> type of money that comes up, it's just you. I mean, obviously you have us here as your family and stuff, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And I think that that narrative that oh it's okay and everybody's good and everybody's gonna make it through it but you know Ashley said a a phrase and you know I want you to speak to it you talked about it can't rain forever and we've seen it now come on yeah absolutely I do think I do think we are all in this together but within that phrase you can acknowledge that obviously celebrities and people who have money Mm -hmm. and have a huge support system aren't going through the same thing as people who don't have a lot of money, don't have a support system, people Mm -hmm. who live alone, you know, like obviously there are different levels, but we are, it has changed everybody's life in, in, in a very impactful way. So I think we, if we try and focus on those like those uh, similarities rather than the differences that, that can help but I completely understand the other side of it it's just like no you don't know say, fuck it... my drag no 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 <laughs> that's not what I'm saying I, you are entitled to your opinion and I understand how you feel because I feel the, uh, partially that way too but at the other on the other hand it's just like that's nothing that anybody can help everybody's right. gonna be from different walks of life but we we are all going through this together everybody is affected by the pandemic everybody nobody is exactly it doesn't matter how much money you have or what your status is it's mm-hmm. affecting you and so the only thing we can do is be together rise together you know people who have money united are losing we it. united we stand divided <clears throat> we fall so i just think like any chance that we can get we got to uplift each other and hold each other close and you know i have my <clears throat> days you know i I need motivation from somebody, you know? There's days that I'm in the bedroom and I'm just laying in my bed. Sometimes my mom will call me on FaceTime and she's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing, just laying here. She's like, get up, go take a walk, go do something. You know, you have to do something for your mental health. And I try and stay on the positive side as much as I can. But, you know, it it, it 
it eventually gets to everybody, no matter how positive or happy you are, what your situation is. Like, we're all quarantined. We're all going a little stir crazy. We're all getting fat. Like, (laughs) I don't care who's saying they working out and whatever. You know, that's very few and far between. Like, I am gaining weight, baby. Because this whole thing takes a a hold of your mental health. It does. And I think it's a good thing that you're talking about that mm -hmm. mental health. And I mean, we all are struggling. And if you do need help and you, you know, you feel like you don't have anybody to reach out to. Luckily, like Darrell said, I have family here. Um, You three have become my family now living in New York almost 10 years now. Um, And so I'm very grateful. But if you don't have anybody, um, Andrew Cuomo tweeted this, that uh, we are in a mental health crisis right now. If you feel overwhelmed and anxious... You are not alone. For support, call 1-844-863-9314. And also Headspace, I believe that's an app you can download. Yep, listen to it every day. Yeah, is also offering free resources for educators, healthcare workers, and those who have lost their job. So if you need to talk to somebody, please seek those resources. Um, And then, you know... If you have anybody, reach out to someone you think may need your help. I don't know. You can also reach out to Pride the Podcast. We're here. We're here to help those who are in need too. And also I wanted to point out for those that are part of the LGBTQ family who have suicidal thoughts, as I have once had, you can always reach out to the Trevor Project, which I Mm -hmm. absolutely support. Um, I have volunteered for them for over eight or nine years. I don't Mm -hmm. even know. Um, But if you're a young person in crisis and you're in need of safe and judgment-free place to talk, you can call the Trevor Lifeline. It's 1-866-488-7386. So please, anyone out there who just needs someone to talk to, there are resources out there that you can definitely take advantage of. And with that, we'll take a quick break. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are chatting about Mental Health Awareness Month, be it that it is May. I think it's still May. It is May. It is Is May. Oh my God, yeah. Who even knows? But it's almost almost halfway through the year. Memorial Day, if you can believe it. Yeah. Um, Girl, you're going to have a four-day weekend, right? I am going to have a four-day weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. Um, I'm going to be off work this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I think it's important that even though you work from home, people, you may think that I don't need to take a day off. It is important Mm -hmm. to still take time off Mm -hmm. because I think that what runs into it so often is that we're like, oh, well, we're already home and we're already close to our beds and we're this and that. But if you're still working, your mind is still being used for something else. And sometimes you need your mind for yourself. And also, it just seems like everybody who's working from home is actually doing more work than them when oh, they no, were bitch, in the I office. Am. I think I said that on an earlier yeah. episode. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I am working more mm-hmm. because I'm just at home, the computer's open, uh-huh. and I'm Honestly. like, I guess I'm going to have to respond to this email or this ping because mm-hmm. what the hell else am I doing? Right. But that takes away from my me time. But mm-hmm. I did manage the other day to go on like a 20 minute walk. Oh, that's good. That's good. Where'd you go? to the one of the local park i think it's called saint nick park in harlem mm. and it's so cute and i thought i wish i would have known about this 
earlier because I would have like gone for a run before work. I thought about that. I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> Is that the one uh, with the basketball courts and tennis courts? I'm pretty sure all parks have that. Uh, I wish. But they don't. No. They Fort don't Tryon sis. does not have any single sport. That ain't a park then. That's just a pasture with some grass. <laughs> it is not a, a pasture with some grass. Fort Tryon is like one of the biggest parks in the city. Well, except Central. Anyway. Um, That's good for the mental health. Yeah. 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 Coming health. back to. Yeah. I... <laughs> I was saying the other day, yeah, workers like now saying like, well, if you're gonna stay, you're gonna work. They literally got my black ass working. I work. <laughs> right. I got two different positions, and I'm I'm having trouble bouncing back and forth. Like today, so on Tuesdays is the day where I do half and half, um, and I don't really know what I'm doing, and so it's it's a little bit crazy. So I I think that everyone has mental health, even even cats. Speaking of cats. Brayden, how's your kitty cats? How the hell did the kitty cats get brought? <laughs> because I thought about animals. Because the other day I was reading this article at work doing my two animals jobs. Animals get depressed. Animals get depressed and children. And it was saying that like people who are home with their animals and their children, once they go back to work, the animals and What's children are going to be affected because they're like, you've been here with me this whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, my children are fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> the cats, on the other hand... Wait, what? They... What? Uh, <laughs> They're fine too. The the runt, the female of the pair, is getting a little Danny. Danny. She's getting a little more confidant, mm. um, and I think it's just because I've been there all day, so she's like getting used to me more. Um, but it's cute. It's cute. She tackled mm. Max, her older brother, the other day. She'd be stealing food from him. Uh, um, she's becoming like what's the page she's becoming name? Brayden. What no? What's the what's the pig's name in Charlotte's lab? He was the run. He definitely was. Does. A, not Babe. Wilbur. 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 Max. Timbleton. Max dig a shovel. Get your ball. That can be found on the ground all around. Whoa! 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 whoa. Hello, Charlotte's lab. I feel lab. like that's my quarantine. I am Templeton. I'm just scavenging for what I can get. Shut my hands. Up. You are I'm not Templeton. You are not a rat. I'm in the cabinet. Speaking of which, today. Yeah, yeah, what? We, me and Darrell went to the store earlier today, and definitely saw a mouse in the aisle, like run across, and we were like, ah! But we had saw that uh, trap the other day. Remember, Darrell? Well, the trap didn't catch him because he ran across me and Ashley. But something interesting: New York mice and rats are on some other shit. They're on some other shit. They don't care what type of day it is, the light. They don't care how many people. They don't care. But Ashley and I were witness today people still being like, "Oh, we don't want to get on the elevator together." So annoying. And we don't want to do this. And it's just like it's a big elevator for me. No, you're supposed to be six feet apart. But Mm -hmm. in the elevator, we literally he could have been at the one end, and we could have been at the other but it's no, like it's a huge we elevator. tried to go in after him he's like oh no you just go ahead and we were like okay no now, you can go like don't give me attitude about it like I could understand like him not wanting to be in there because it's like oh no 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 you're fine like I'll just catch the next one not a big deal we should we, we should social distance but if he's giving attitude like oh no 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 go ahead go ahead it was just like come on it, it so me and Darrell went we were like fine yeah, bye like it's not it. that big a deal we're all wearing masks ain't nobody trying to be up under you breathing or anything like that I'm gonna try and like I'll be at the front of the elevator you be at the back and this is a big elevator it's not like a just a it's like a freight elevator yes yeah. mm-hmm. it's a freight elevator so it's it's it spacious is. but it was like all right i i guess dude like it's, it's not that big a deal but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, i ain't going to that grocery store i wouldn't if i saw a rat there ever again 
mouse. Because it was a mouse. It wasn't a rat. Because it was it was a mouse. if it's a rat, it's outside. But if it's a mouse, it's inside. <laughs> but if a rat come inside, is it a mouse or is it still a rat? <laughs> Damn. Damn. I think you just made a fact. <laughs> you never know. If you know, you know. If then you know, know, you know what we're referencing, you know. Brain um, don't know. Brain, I don't know. Brain don't know. Brain, <laughs> brain I, don't. I it's very obscure. You, I don't. I don't. That's a great Scary movie, movie three. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Uh-huh. Kevin Hart. Seven days. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gay? Hello. Hello. Anyway. Oh, sorry. Nobody Speaking knows of mental health. health. <laughs> Speaking of. Ashley, did you ever grow up with someone mental health issue? Um, I think now looking back on it, yes. At the moment, I didn't really see it that way, but there was moments like, you know, I've spoke on like how I felt like sometimes like an ugly duckling or whatever. So definitely there was a time in middle school where I was just sad and I felt like I didn't belong and, you know, I felt like the fat girl or I was like, you know, I felt like the dark skinned, like ugly duckling. And so I definitely had moments of depression, even I wouldn't even say like serious suicidal thoughts but like very minor like I just don't even want to be here like don't want to deal with it but what made you feel like that like were there specific moments um I think putting pressure on myself like you know probably like boys wise like getting attention from boys you know like I I I, I'm a I feel now confident in myself and like I'm a cute girl and blah 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 blah. back then I didn't but I had a lot of like very beautiful friends and so I just felt like oh I didn't get attention from the boys like I'm the person the guy would go to be like yo can I talk to your friend mm. bitch me too that was my you don't job. look at pictures of those friends now because they don't look happy <laughs> no stop derail <laughs> <laughs> They just want to. So, they just want to hook up. No, no, no. no. I mean, well, actually, probably won't me. But uh, uh, no, I, no. But I just, you know, I was just always that girl. Like, if a guy came up to me, he was like, "Yo, let me talk to your friend." So uh-huh. it's just like I got used to that role. And you know, back then, it's just like what guys think of girls. Once you start to be into boys, that has a very heavy effect on how you feel about yourself. So like, you know, I was always chubby. I wasn't fat, but I was chubby. So like, I just always felt like that. What's that? Uh, film? Duff designated ugly fat friend. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't fat and I wasn't ugly, but that's how. That I what you felt. But that, right? yeah, but you know what? It, what comes around because now I'm that person that they walk up to me asking me, "Can they talk to Ashley?" So how does that? How the fuck does that work? Because let me tell you. Ashley be walking in the street and she can't get nowhere without somebody trying to holler and she might got a new, I don't know, a new babe trying to look at her. Oh, you know, I might have like, uh, speaking of like insecure, like grocery bay. Yeah, because he been, today, they, I left them to giggle for about 20 seconds because I had to run and go get some quinoa because we eating healthy. And he's in Ashley's face. Adam claims he loves him too, but we'll have to figure that out. I mean, he's Who? cute. The grocery store, the grocery store. Oh, like He's yeah. like the manager. He's real fine. He's real cute. He's, he's thick. He he's got like, a little Caesar cut. He's thick, husky. And it's been recut today because it's uh-huh, really he had a fresh cut. He a little light skin joint. Um, he loves to call her by her name. <laughs> and I'm like, how you know her name? Brayden, mental health, what are you like in terms of mental health? You oh, we're done with me. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mentally, let's go back to Ashley. Do you need anything else? Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> she still need that reassurance. Right. Right. Tell me I'm beautiful. 
I am proud to say Beautiful. I've never had an insecure thought in my entire life. That's fabulous. That's a lie. That is a lie. That's a, a lie. lie. Um, that That's was just my, that was my lexic of pro speaking. Um, I'm currently on anti-anxiety and antidepressants. Hmm. And thank God for that. Uh, I've had two, probably two major moments in my entire life. Actually, I could say three, but this is a short podcast, so we ain't got all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just go through them quickly. The first one is when my I was 10 years old and my mother said that my dad wasn't the person that I thought my dad was. I evidently had never knew my biological father, so then, of course, that all folded into a huge depression at 10 years old in my preteen years. Mm -hmm. Um, Then at 17, my mom walked in on me having sex with a black man, and I was still in the closet. So that, on multiple (laughs) layers, flew into a series of depression moments. I didn't eat for a while. I was suicidal in the terms of thinking. I remember... um, driving my first car that I got on multiple highways and going across bridges and just thinking, what if I just swerved right and like mm-hmm. went off the bridge? I did that multiple, multiple times before I was on medicine. Um, I'm surprised I didn't because I used to like visualize it too and I'm a visual person. I was going to say, what do you think like helped you? God. Not? Okay. That's, I'm literally about to ask the same thing. A hundred percent God, um, which is very ironic because I come from a very religious background and the that way shunned who you are that shunned who I was and the way that I became more spiritual and more religious is through my homosexual experiences which is weird mm-hmm. um I became one with myself and one with the master of the universe and it's all in the book you can read it <laughs> um and then my third mental like mental breakdown is when I first moved to New York and I couldn't find a job I couldn't, I was not financially secure. Um, I was not bumming money off my parents. I was just literally broke. And Darrell walked in on me on the bathroom, in the bathroom. And I was running a bath and I was just sobbing because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, and I broke down and then I told Darrell to leave because I don't like experiencing my lows with anyone else. And I have a great psychiatrist. His name is Dr. Daniel Craig. And I have... Not to be confused with the Daniel Craig. So you don't like talking about any, like, mental issues with, like, friends? That Um, doesn't help? You don't feel like that helps you? I do if we're going to sit down and have, like, a real discussion. Mm. Mm -hmm. I am not the one to come to anyone and say, yo, I got mental health problems well of course well, no. not at least not like that like but, but you wouldn't it. come to somebody and be like i'm feeling i'm having no. a, like a bad day no, like I'm... i will never i won't do that yeah no mm. i think I about it that. no just and because then... i don't want to be a martyr i have always been like a strong person i will overcome with the help of the lord above yeah i have always overcome and i always will overcome so i don't want to put I mean, those... i think that's great but it's also a little like you know you feel like it's a weakness to come to somebody i do but that's that shouldn't be well, the case. I, I have to slightly, <clears throat> slightly disagree because I think that Brayden comes to people when he absolutely needs it. There was a situation in Mexico. Mm, you came to mm, me, mm, and and mm, and I, I mean, you you came to me. You're I like, did. I need you right now, and I was like, I Oh, did. okay. I know that voice. I know that sound. Something's going mm-hmm. on. So I think that as friends, it's it's weird to 
hug somebody or to to be like I love you or to tell you a moment of uh, to, to say mm-hmm. I love you but what I think that people should learn from this pandemic to start doing moving forward is to say those things a lot more like saying I love you is okay it's okay if it's just a moment where I walk in Ashley's room and she's doing clothes or something and I'm like which we need to do but I walk in <laughs> and I say hey I love you and that shouldn't feel weird um, I think that we are living in a generation where those kind of sentiments feel weird. It feels like, oh, it, I love you. Let me hug you. It, it feels stupid. And you have to say something. You have to say a joke after to like ease the tension of having to say I love you. It shouldn't be that way. And I think that we definitely need to get better at that. Adam, you were speaking earlier about your um, story of what happened to you like last week. Do you have any other experiences with mental health that you had? Yeah, thinking back mm-hmm. in sophomore year of high school, I had come home from a um, rehearsal for when I play, and I, you know, usually our rehearsals went from like six six thirty to nine thirty, ten, and then we go get food after or whatever. We come home. Well, when I got home, I had walked into my new room because I was moving rooms, and like my mom was helping me move and everything. And on when I walked in, on my bed was a box, like a shoe box of like notes and just like scandalous photos I had in X, Y, and Z and inside was um, one of my first <laughs> porns that I had gotten <laughs> called Bears and <in> Heat. <laughs> and so <laughs> I knew that it was in that I am box. not surprised. <laughs> Bears and Heat, everyone. Right, it's disgusting. Anyway. anyway, so I knew that that was in that box. And so as soon as I saw the box just like sitting on my bed, I was just like, like all the breath like came out of me and I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Your mom saw it. Yeah, like I was just like, I I know she had to open the box. And Mm -hmm. so, of course, every night I would go home and I'd walk into my parents' room and say like, hey, I'm home. Like, I'm going to bed or whatever. So this time I tried to pull that off. was like, hey, I'm home. She's like, all right, I'll be in in a minute. Fuck! And I put the box away, XYZ, and she came in and, you know, was like, what is this? What's going on? And I was like, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, why are you acting brand new? <laughs> and I was just like, it's not mine. Like, I'm just holding it. Like, it, it's Ralph's. It's it's not mine. Like, uh. Sorry, she, Ralph. Who is now Adriana. Oh. That's, okay. yeah. I, that was, anyway, that's another Cheers podcast. Cheers to that. Right. Um. So anyway, so that, that spurred some sort of like anxiety or right. Hold on, mm-hmm. yeah. So like I was get yeah. So like we had the whole conversation of like, are you gay? Are you not? I don't know. I was like, no, I'm not gay. And she's like, you can tell me X, Y, and Z. But so then I spent the whole night up. That night I was awake the whole night, and then the next morning I had a whole one act play contest. So I was just like, I don't. That threw my entire mental state into disarray. I couldn't focus. I was just stressed about that whole thing that just happened. Like, do I tell anybody? I don't know. Like, I don't want them to know. So, like, I just sat on it. And, of course, Luann P. Slaughter, my director, was like, what's wrong? There's something wrong. And so, like, Mm -hmm. luckily, I felt comfortable enough to tell her. And she helped me out and X, Y, and Z. But yeah, bitch, like, she found all my gay porn. Well, she should see you now. Um, my, my browser. What about you, <laughs> My Twitter. <laughs> your, your like, twi- gave your, you anxiety. Your Twitter, and... for sure. Yeah, and I think that's always stuck with me, too. So I think my anxiety is now, like... Mm-hmm. So I've well, only anxiety, talked to Brayden about anxiety medication. Anxiety is a, a real thing, mm-hmm. and 
the way that I have found out about it, unfortunately, came through my coming out process, but a mil I don't know how many more people that are not LGBT suffer with anxiety. I can't even get up and give a presentation without like sweating or right that's so that's so true we're yeah. so performers so, I freak stop. out every I freak time out every time every time every before time. I go yeah. on set I even mean, like with this podcast knowing that the mic's right there and y'all yeah, are listening sometimes. to me like speak like garage and pop four condipins today I didn't but <laughs> I he's could. he's in a state of coma. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't drink that hydrochlorophyll. What is it? Hydrochloroquine. Oh, that the other uh-huh. the mental health person in chief takes. Anyway, I can't. Darrell, what's your mental health story? Um, you know what it was. I think for me growing up, I kind of always felt like the token gay kid. Um, and that was an alone type of feeling. Like mm-hmm. while it was, while most people would say, "Oh, it's cool to kind of be the star in that way," I was just always the butt of jokes. I was always the only gay kid. Like I was mm-hmm. friends with all the girls, so the guys would approach me, and the guys would state, "Oh, hook me up with your girlfriend," and then they would also then say, "And then I can hook up with you on the side." It was it was very mm-hmm. weird, and I think that mm-hmm. my mental health was shaken because. I never met another gay person really and straight men or men that said they were straight would play with that. They would be like, oh, hey, I'm gay or hey, I want you on the DL and things like that when it wasn't actual reality. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that messed with me and I think I'm still feeling effects of that to this Mm -hmm. day. You think it affects your like dating life? Oh, 100%. 100%. I think that it affects my dating life so much because that is what I was so used to. So now I seek that out knowing that that's not what I want. I have gotten stronger with it though and I've gotten smarter with it and know exactly what to expect from the situation but that doesn't make it any better that doesn't make it good because I know what to expect from a bad situation it just makes it something that you know I'm still learning from I'm still trying to get better at I think that growing up in a town of 400 people graduating class of 13 people really shook me Mm -hmm. and going to junior college and then going to university I mean I used to not drink I used to not smoke weed. I used to not do anything and then once I got to actually once I graduated college altogether moved to New York is when I really started like getting I remember my first drink Brayden took me for my birthday to the square and I had a red headed slut it was the first shot I had oh, and yeah. Uh, I, I was that. still 20. <laughs> I couldn't go. No. I was, <laughs> no. I, was, I, was, I, I was three sluts to the win. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Bray- oh, that was, that was really good. Um, Brayden and another, um, someone that we went to school with, Mary Price, she took us, uh, to the, we all went to the square and my first, first ever drink was a redheaded slut. And it was, I mean, it was shot, but I remember being so drunk and falling asleep in the car and I remember exactly what I wore to the square. I was one of Brayden's shirts. And I, <laughs> American Eagle shirt. No, it was, it, was, it was a button up, <laughs> shockingly enough. Which it was I don't, probably like a pearl snap. It exactly was a pearl snap. From Buckle. Probably. <laughs> and I think that, you know, at the end of the day, what it taught me is to surround yourself with good people and positive people. I would not be the happy-go-lucky person I am today without the people that are sitting with me on this podcast, without the other people that I know in my life. So what I suggest to all of you is surround yourself with people who you know can catch you when you fall. Because at some point in life, we all fall. At some point, we all stumble. And you just want to make sure you have a great foundation of people to catch you. And to add on that, your childhood does not define your adulthood. Say it again. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Your childhood does not define your adulthood. Mm -hmm. It took me forever to really grasp the concept. I'm still dealing with that. Absolutely. Still realizing that and then 
overcoming that. Mm-hmm. So with that, I guess yeah. we're going to take another break. We're going to take another break and we'll be right back. A mental health break. Well, you look, yeah, and we're all out there, there and you're all alone. Wait, Adam, you said your mom bought a DVD. <laughs> Wait, it Adam, wasn't a DVD. It wasn't a DVD. No, are you, was it, it was a big-ass VHS. And it had the so you had to rewind the bust of nuts. Bitch, I had to be kind and rewind. <laughs> Not be Shut up. Shut well, up. I'm sure you're going to be very sad about the final blockbuster that's closing in America. They've, they've kept it up. They've kept well, it the up. final one is closing, and I, there's so many other places closed, like JCPenney. <coughs> there was still a blockbuster. There, there was one. one. <laughs> there was one, and they still had Friday, five movies for five days for $5. Wow. Yeah, bitch. And they just closed. <coughs> uh, JCPenney is also going on there. Ikea. <laughs> Smoker's cough. Welcome back to Pride the Park. Oh, my God. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much, you guys, for sharing your uh, personal <laughs> mental health uh, journeys Situation. with Journey. us and our listeners, given um, that this month is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Adam, for sharing your Bears and Heat story. <laughs> we really, really, really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. They were dirty, dude. Okay, so, so see, moving like, on. On the photo, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> On the cover box, like they showed the scenes and stuff, right? We got it. We got Ooh, it. We've nasty. all seen circus books on Netflix. Ah, not circus books. Not circus books. I don't know what that is. We'll gay it. We'll gay educate you. We'll yeah. gay it. Yeah. Um, gay education. Yeah, that's 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 something, Adam. Um, but moving forward, um, everyone is affected by mental health, and we were talking about um, also people in television and people in movies who are affected by <clears throat> mental health. Yes, um, Ruby Rose. Yeah. She was Batwoman. She just quit the show, and they're recasting her. Why? I mean, we don't know entirely. Right. Uh, what from she's what I've thrash. read, she's just stop, Wait, stop it. I like her. I love Ruby I love Rose, Ruby and Rose. I watch the show specifically to support uh, a lesbian actress. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I also like comic book stuff, and so I started watching Batwoman, and then that actually led me into uh, watching. Started watching the whole Arrowverse, like Arrow and Supergirl. Well, did you and the watch Flash. Orange is the New Black? I did. What you laughing at? I was laughing because earlier Ashley was like, "If there's another story that has to deal with the Arrows universe, I can't. It's too uh, much." No, me and Ashley oh, have an issue they, though with Thomas Wayne and Star Girl. Star Girl is like the new show, and I was just like, "I can't take on another series, man. I'm already watching Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman. I can't do Can it." I Important oh. question though: mm-hmm. Have you seen Thomas and Martha Wayne get shot with a rose and um, <laughs> his <laughs> in Gotham? Rose. Yes, in Go- they and have not showed it yet in any of the Arrowverse. Thank shows, God! But listen, if you're out there listening, producers, we understand. <laughs> Thomas and Martha Wayne were shot. She had pearls, and there was a rose. <laughs> we get, get it. We you don't. ever see Batman's? The Batman's I don't brain know is looking very confused. One. You don't know like, in, all any of the Batman's. Batman's. Batman's parents were shot in the alley with a rose. Yeah. And, after yeah. coming from the theater, yeah. we're tired of saying it. Yeah, but for so some reason, about... in every Batman, that was whatever, in, like there one is. of the first ones. Yeah, but, but it's also, in all of them. It's all of them. Anytime he but has they a flashback, like their own interp of it. Right. I'm about to start Gone with the Wind. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. You've never seen it? I have not. I haven't either. What? Patty McDaniel, we talked about her. Yes, yeah, um, she won. For Black History Fact. Black, black, blackity fact fact. Bl- blackity black fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start watching that because I've literally watched all like lengthy uh, You movies. watched, okay, the I whole Marvel saga. I watched all of Marvel. Saga. I watched all of Harry Potter because I was not allowed to read or watch when I was growing up. Because you're I grew a Christian. Up in a you're a Christian. Wait, were you ever allowed to read like R.L. Stein? books like goosebumps so i did that secretly but in sixth grade mrs loveless wanted to hail how i'm speaking oh we can't afford the rights to that music shut the fuck up okay did you send me a cease and so what i was saying was mrs loveless wanted to read hello i'm here i'm sorry mrs loveless wanted to read harry potter one of them ones um in sixth grade and my mom made me leave the classroom because she wasn't gonna let me hear about no wizards and wizardry and potions. The boogity wow. boogity boo. I know. Anyway, yeah. I forgot what we were talking She about. didn't even know your son, her son was My a parent, a my dad specifically, he didn't like it when I watched the movie The Craft, mm. which I love that movie. But I remember him seeing, watching a little bit, and he was like, Ashley, you know. Ashley was sitting down levitating. I was just like, like, I had already seen it like a million times by that time. I understand that because Moses cast so many miracles. Jesus cast so many miracles. God himself created the earth, which is a miracle. (laughs) Mm -hmm, I don't understand that. I actually have something I need to send to you, Brayden. It's 14 minutes of the best of Mardell. Who? Mardella, Marlena. So I was about to say, is that <laughs> No, Marlena yeah, friend? it is. Listen, I was in bed and then Ashley walked in my room and she said, what are you doing? I said, watching priest. the best. Listen, she said, hello, priest. And he was like, she said, you will be. It's a little storm, but you know, we're high. No, but Deidre Hall killed that. It was everything. And oh if you God, got that. You go online. But speaking of, they did that soap, um, uh, the soap opera tribute. What was that called? Soaps oh, at Night? Andy Cohen was no, on it. No, 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 no. no. Soaps at Night. I'm no. not sure what I'm talking about. Andy no. Cohen just was on it. The story, the story of, of soaps. soaps. There we go. So oh, the story shit. of soaps. So this is very important for everyone to understand. So soap operas is the reason for a lot of television. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is so much television that's been created for all of you who have hated on soaps in the past and you watch Grey's Anatomy, you watch Scandal, you watch How to Get Away with Murder, you watch ER, you watch Law and Order, even though it's procedural. It's all soap opera. Any times we get into mm-hmm. other... SAT word. Adam didn't pass the SAT. Adam didn't clear I didn't take it. You didn't take the SAT? That's evident. I went to an open door call. College. It was TJC, not- TJC was an open door college girl. If you applied and had a, a high school degree, you can get the fuck out. Oh, okay. No. Okay, so, so moving, I just took the ACT. So, so moving, so moving past all. Anyways, anyways. moving past Adam's nonsense. Um, <laughs> any of those type of shows that were created back in the day, or any type of shows going forward, they all have a soap opera element. Soap mm-hmm. opera element meaning where you have drama inflicted between a family or friends or a group of people that creates. Drama. It's called Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, and it's so, continuous, and, and it's and it's continuous, and so I think that it's very important if you have time, check it out today or tomorrow on ABC. You can also watch it on the Hulu app, or you can watch it on the ABC app, but don't because the ABC app is trash. Trash. Um, so it's it's very important for that to happen. Um, thinking about going back. Wait, I was bit. also gonna say, did you know that Shakespeare 
wrote, I think it was King Lear during the plague back mm. in their pandemic. Mm-hmm. Was it King Lear? So should we expect Something. some kind of grand I'm art I'm working piece? on it. I'm working on it. But y'all mm-hmm. keep calling me to do these funky ass podcasts. <laughs> wow. We love you, our listeners. Well, right. It's and because you... Brayden has a lot of time and that's why he's here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thinking about mental health and whatnot and just talking about television as well, I think that people get so sucked into into the characters that's on TV. Yeah. People are just like, oh, mm-hmm. this character's my best friend, this character's my family, this character is this and that. So here recently, we've obviously been dealing with Insecure. Um, mm-hmm. And listen, um, Yvonne Orji, who plays Molly, and Issa Rae, who plays Issa D. And I think that people have been so confused with separating the two. I've seen a lot of hate come from them, as Ashley was talking about Ruby Rose, who plays Batwoman. A lot of hate came from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she Jack- had to delete her Twitter. She did. When she first got cast. And I, I mean, I don't know why she quit now, but it, that might have I mean, something to do with it. So did Jack Gleason, who uh, also played King Joffrey on Game of Thrones. Were they yeah. affected by fans because of their personal mental health issues or because of what the character was going through? Because of what the character was well, going through. Well, it, 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 it differentiates. Like, mm-hmm. with Ruby Rose, be, when she first got cast and it was announced, people harassed her so bad that she deleted her Twitter. They because of like, what was happening to the... Or... Well, or well no, for her, for, her. It, for her, it was just like... We don't think you're like good enough to play. Right. Her. You're not a good actress. Da, 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 People da, da. said they weren't a good actress. With Joffrey, it was we hate the character so much we right. nailed at you two together. That's so yeah, sad. and that happens. And, and that's what's happening with Insecure. But he was I think phenomenal at that character. He was because I hated him. Yeah, right. But he stopped but, acting for a few years, and it happens all the time in continuous dramas like soaps that we were talking about. Soaps come on pretty much all year long so mm-hmm. you have your characters you love to hate like Allison Sweeney as Sammy Brady yeah. Mara West as Ava Jerome yeah. you have those characters Kai people... Williams in Pride the Series I get <laughs> it like, oh, that crybaby <laughs> so, bitch I know oh. I get it but um, what I'm I... happy to be the crybaby of the show I get it <laughs> but um, something I um, fuck I forgot what I was gonna say but um, about <laughs> e- oh no about Rue Girls that's what I was gonna say they ha- they suffer the same thing. People see them on TV as like these like you know creatures or like these people who are there Fifi just O'Hara. to entertain them. Didn't she quit drag for a little bit? Yes, because Cause... of the the mm-hmm. hate and the and the like death threats that these people get. Yeah, I don't and it's like the death threats. That's y'all. what I was gonna say, Daryl. I am happy to say that I well at least me hopefully no one else but has never sent like a death threat to anybody <laughs> like saying like. I hated you so much on this, and you I ruined said this it to Trump. No, 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 no. But, 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 B613's listening. Okay. <laughs> I'm part of B613. As part of the producing team, um, uh, he definitely did not mean that. Yeah, we are scratching no, that from the record. About no, you can check my Twitter profile. About like we've never seen like a lot of these like redacted. A lot of these little kids. That should be my superhero name. Redacted. <laughs> That's as good as Kite Man. Ah! <laughs> Kite Man! Leave Kite Man out of there. Okay. Like, do Anyways, wrong. continue out. What are you saying, from? No, that we just have never like been in that spot where it was like I hated this so much because there are plenty of times where I could have just said like I hate you so much I wish you would die well, kill yourself take so but I was never saying that but I can, yeah it's just yeah. like I can differentiate between the queen and like the person I'm seeing on TV that right. is true and what I meant to say earlier for the FBI and the CIA <laughs> uh-huh. out there uh-huh. don't have us caught up I have all of those tweets saved in my drafts 
bitch. They're because, still there. Because just, I have tied them and I have not pressed Just bring, just, you know, let's give it a rest. I, one, I, one I, second. I, I, I cannot give it a rest. Don't no. even get me started. I, I think what Miss Mama, Mama is Mama's. trying to say is that, yes, we all. He's an idiot. Okay. Yes, he is an idiot, but he's a real person, so you can absolutely hate him. But he's also morbidly obese. Yeah, according, according to Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi. Who's, she's never wrong. But I, <laughs> two things on that. One part of it is is that as people who have been in theater and who you know went to school for this, we are kind of we we know kind of what the other side is, and we understand that people aren't. Their characters, like it's right. not, it's not the same thing, and you know there's so much more going on in the world right now with coronavirus. There's people that's really trying to live and trying to just trying to provide for their families and things, and I think that that's way more important at the end of the day. And people being their characters, whether it's Ruby Rose, whether it's um, King Joffrey, or any of those people, you shouldn't be concentrating on that. You know, it's a show that's doing a really good job about that right now for um, like empowering people for being themselves as we're here on HBO. Ooh, okay. yes. I just Are binged watching it. That? You I watched binged it? it? It is so good. <sighs> it's, it's just it's so what? empowering. I feel like it is the new um, Queer Eye in a sense. Okay. In a sense. Mm-hmm. I get that. They're like doing the same thing. <sighs> right. But Queer Eye obviously is I like think three seasons in difference, a out. Yeah. The difference with Queer Eye and We're Here is We're Here doesn't sugarcoat it and just like bullshit us like it gets raw it gets real it gets emotional i cry every episode that's it what gets, is well i know so i'm saying that's why i think the difference between queer eye is fun they had carly ray jepson in the, in the like you know but i don't think that's fair to queer eye because they, no, had, no, a, they, they had a great segment no no, no, no. i, cried every, I cry every episode too yeah. but mm-hmm. there, it's, oh, there's the, you can something see more relatable the cool the queer difference the clear difference <laughs> we're gonna like, take that queer difference come okay. on punk. okay and like yeah like it gets kind of uncomfortable because they usually deal with like it's usually like um a gay person or like a queer person or a trans person or something like that and then one straight person who yeah. is wanting to like better knowledge themselves on queer life Mm-hmm. And so they have to, usually. Did you have you noticed it's like Eureka who usually gets like the straight dude? Yes. And so I thought that was interesting, and I thought to myself this morning at six a.m. because I don't know what time is. <laughs> I was like, it's a little forced for me from Eureka, which is strange because I really do like her and I like her personality, and I think she should have won season ten. Yeah. But like the Same. other two queens, Shangela and Bob the Drag Queen, are very when they have their their person it's very real i feel like genuine shangela is just like as hard as she, she's as hard on them as she would be like laganja mm-hmm. and i'd love to see it and it changes these people and it, it touches these people and and i'm not saying that like eureka is bad at what she does like she touches people clearly and like helps them mm-hmm. but there are some times where i'm just like i don't girl you're trying too hard well, I think well she has translate the Go tv ahead. As well. I think that she's mm-hmm. someone who maybe she's having a hard time connecting via TV, but I don't think it's any less genuine. I think it's just a... At she all. Has the, I'm not saying that at all. You yeah. said yourself she has typically the straight person, which is a which hurdle is a lot in harder. itself, and it's more pressure on her and to maybe, try to transform, quote-unquote, And maybe them. she uses a lot of colloquialisms uh-huh. with them. So that way it makes them a little bit more comfortable or yeah. like, you know, then, then they learn more things. I, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
Because, like, I feel if it were to, like, another gay person, it's just like, girl, you're trying too hard. Like, we get it. We're all here. Like, we get the joke. We're in on the jokes. But she does typically have, like, the straight person. Right. So, so it is always a lot. In on the but joke. so many right. times that we felt that same thing, going out with a person who's straight or taking a straight person to a gay bar, we feel like we kind of have to pander to them a little bit more to make them feel comfortable, to make them feel yeah, okay. It's true. And I think that... <laughs> that 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 has been something that I've definitely experienced so many times with straight girlfriends or even straight guy mm-hmm. friends who are just like we just want to hang with you, Jerome. And then they get to the bar and they're like, "Is a guy gonna hit on me?" Or the girls are like, "Oh, there's no guys here that's gonna hit on me. Like I'm looking for a man tonight." So I think that I understand that part. Well, my uh, argument to that is, how many times did I go to a straight bar growing up? Well, is I got a man. A lot. Is a man gonna hit on me there? Well, as you heard earlier, I hit. To... I got a man to hit on me to a straight bar. So. Yeah, it happens. it happens. It happens. I had a girl hit on me at a straight bar. Yeah, you did. I love mm-hmm. that. Wow, what a moment. Well, sure. I go, be going to the wrong straight bars then. Mm-hmm. Hanging with the wrong Ashley has this uh, like theory that if she hangs out in Wall at like Wall Street area and stuff like that, like. We it, we can catch a man there. I right. worked down there. Yeah. Like, I ain't caught nothing but with, the trains with or the house. <laughs> and What'd you just say? I huh? said I worked down there. And I ain't caught nothing but the train to the house. <laughs> I ain't nobody <laughs> down in Wall Street. Ain't nobody got a buddy. Shit. We need to go like instead of going to bars where like um. Ain't nobody. We know they just as broke as we are. Let's go around Wall Street with people who have money. We got to dress fake unbroke. until you make it. You yeah, got to dress yeah, unbroke. Yeah. Of course, fake it till you make it. I wear. So we I cannot wear go to H H&M. and right here, right? But I'm just trying to catch me a baller. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're well, saying. Well, it's gonna be hard in today's climate. <laughs> right. Ain't nobody balling. Um, nobody's balling. Is nobody's doing like, nothing. Is Everybody anyone, is quarantined AF. Yes. Is anyone seeing? Not seeing, but like, has anyone started talking to anyone new? I'm going on a walk tomorrow oh, with a boy. With a boy. A boy that I have been seeing, but oh, things are weird. Things are weird. The same boy that I've been talking about, but things are weird, obviously, because of the Pandemic. quarantine. Yeah. Right. Oh, but we're yeah. gonna go on a walk. I restarted scrolling on OkCupid. Okay, we love I, the scroll. No. And the lead. <laughs> I, no, listen. The, the two to three that I got off OkCupid. No, 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 listen. OkCupid <laughs> is trash. It's yeah. absolute trash. But I don't have any options right now. I know, bitch. You do. It seems like you need to go get some groceries. Woo, Grocery Girl, thing might do something, you, but like, free grocery. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get somebody with benefits. Well, <laughs> speaking benefit. speaking of which, I am still. You you know what the, the the thing that me and the guy I'm dating are having is translating from phone to in person because I think that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that everyone is trying to do it the best way they can, get to know people and, mm-hmm. and, and date and what have you. And he just went back to work this week at Starbucks. I can't mm-hmm. wait for that. Um, yeah, I want some Starbucks. I want a, um, an iced coffee <laughs> with like three pumps Ooh. of caramel. I want that. And that's it. Okay, What's that bacon toaster? Babe, um, if you're listening, that's they're talking to you. Yeah. A bacon so my company toaster. actually reps Starbucks. So oh, so oh. you the are the plug. Toilet? Toto. That's Who is the plug? <laughs> Me. Okay. Um, 
Boop. I don't know if I can comment on that. That was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. the plug. Yes. Gross. Yes, niece. Hold up. Did you see yes, Texas had a, a, a thousand person surge? I did. Yeah. In one day. <laughs> Texas, please get it together. I'm just like, what the actual fuck? I'm so glad my family is like. Smart. Smart. smart my mom get too. It. And like, they're, they're like, they get it. Like, yeah. They're not like, no, it's fine. Like, we're going to. And it's like. They wear masks when mm-hmm. they go out. They're mm-hmm. they're consciously aware. They stay home because they don't need to go anywhere. Right. Like my sister cracks me up because when I was like, "Yeah, girl, we ain't got no toilet paper." Did she no. finally get her mask? No, actually, she never received what the that fuck? shit. Fucking okay. snail mail. Anyway, I was like, "Do you?" Uh, I was like, "We don't have paper towel, no nothing, like any of that." Well, She's that's like, because you don't go buy them. Okay, that's yes, and <laughs> she was like, "I have like mad stocks of that because." I don't know. I'm a normal person that stocks up on these things, and now mm-hmm. I'm like, really okay, bitch, I got it. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, we need to just start like regularly. Anytime we go to the grocery Your store, mom kind of said the same thing. Actually, mm-hmm. like it was like having alcohol and Lysol and toilet paper she is just a had normal adult right. thing. She had already so had a stock to, of them. So what I'm going to suggest to everyone, please go out, get your stuff and have it early and then you won't have to worry about it when the next wave comes But in it's fall. New York mentality though to like get your essentials for the day. Uh-huh. So, no, yeah, it's anyway. true. It's mm-hmm. true. It's hard to break that and be adult about it and just buy in bulk. And that on itself is like a mental issue that I have that I put pressure on myself. I'm like, I have to be a Midwestern adult. Mm-hmm. That's too much for me. That's why I moved to New York. <laughs> so if Word. any of you out there are having mental health issues like I am, Adam, where can they go to get some resources? You can call, if you're a New Yorker, call 1-844-863-9314 for emotional support. And also, uh, Headspace mm-hmm. is doing free uh Trials? No. Yeah. Trials? Meditations. Yeah. yeah. And they're, and you know, just, you download the app and then you can uh, talk to somebody. And with everything being virtual, if you need to speak to a therapist, go to American Psychiatric Association as well as American Psychological Association. You can look that up online. You can find someone to talk to. Someone will be there. Please definitely do that. And if you're a member of the LGBTQ community, you can reach out to the Trevor Project. Their trained counselors are here to support you 24-7. If you're feeling suicidal or if you're in need of safe and judgment, excuse me, if you're in need of safe and judgment-free place to talk, call the Trevor Lifeline at 1-866-488-7386. And you can reach out to Pride the Podcast. Obviously. Yes, that's right. We you can know, email us our, at uh, pride the series at gmail.com. Yes. Our DMs are open. Slide into it I'm on, on Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. at pride the series. Mm-hmm. If you need to talk, if you just need to bullshit, <laughs> hit us up. And if you right. want to do individually, you can find me at I am Darrell Anthony on Instagram, I am Darrell Anthony on Twitter, and Darrell Anthony on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can find me at Ashley Aaron M on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can find me, the only one, <laughs> Boxed Wine Poppy oh, with a zero <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter. My Twitter is not safe for works. So, <laughs> but since none of y'all are working, you're gonna look at it. But right. I was gonna say, if you're working from home and you want your partner to see anything, don't be looking at my Insta. Because the IT department of your company will. You can follow me at Mr. Breeden Bradley on all the pop. What is it? 
platforms on all the platforms or just Google me. Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of Pride the Podcast. Y'all be safe out there. Take care of yourselves. Yes. We love you. And we love you. And to wash your hands. Self-care. And wash your ass. Very important. Very important. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Adios.